Welcome to No Stage Lights, a podcast where we go behind the smoke and mirrors of everything from marriage to entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Janelle Carter. And I'm Terry Carter. And welcome to this episode of No Stage Lights. Hey, guys. Oh. oh. <laughs> ah. I don't know why they're laughing at me. You can stop them, you know. Stop it. <laughs> that didn't work out the way we'd hoped. No. How are you today, friends? Thank you for tuning in. Um, you're looking at me funny. No. Yeah. You said that the last time. I know. You've been looking at me funny for a while. I... <laughs> Move along. So last episode, we kind of got off on a couple of tangents, I guess you can say. Yeah, we lost our way a little bit. We did lose our way. But, um, you know, you've been you've been weighing in on those uh, subjects and those topics. So that's awesome. Thank you for doing yes, that. Yes, thank you. And we are going to roll into this episode on what I am very passionate about. And, and that is the belief that everybody has a gift that we were born with, that we all have a purpose that we were born with, that those gifts and those purposes have become buried over the years because society has taught us to push that down and fall in line in different ways. And I think that if we can start to discover what those gifts and talents and purposes are again and use them to do whatever, create, serve, maybe for your job, whatever it is, I think we would eliminate a ton of illness, um, mental health issues, um, and, and just you name it. Yeah. I mean, it's opening a business, you know, that I'm sure there's a lot of people, you know, that being an entrepreneur would, you know, the, in the, I'm sure in the back of their, you know, some people's minds, maybe not everybody, of course, but I bet there's, you know, People out there going, you know, I'd love to open a, you know, a pastry chef, you know, mm-hmm. or, you know, bakery or, you know, or, or whatever. And then it's easy to talk yourself out of it because you're, you know, for obvious reason, mm-hmm. you're, you know, you're a little worried if, you know, what if it doesn't work? Yeah. Right. And that's, a, which you know, is the reason. Yeah. It's a reasonable I, thought. I had that exact feeling when we opened up my business and I was scared to death. I mm-hmm. thought for sure, you know. But so. I guess this is a, as good a time as any to announce that I am 95% done with my next book called Monarch. Um, and Monarch is a very different book than More Than a Country Song, which is my first book, which was a um, a memoir. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Monarch is a, a really a step-by-step um, guide to discovering what you were born with and how to embrace that and how to use that. And in that book, I write about our youth and what were, you know, what were we doing when we were kids that we loved so much? Um, It might be something very, very simple that comes right to the top of your mind. I know for you, you were playing guitar. You're one of, the lucky ones, I think who, you know, maybe in your twenties and thirties, you might've not realized that that was, you know, what you were born to do, 
but throughout your life, you've used your gift. I have. I haven't used it. Then I didn't use it to its full potential only because of just not knowing Mm -hmm. the steps I needed to take. Um, If I had the chance to change anything, Mm -hmm. um, I would have, you know, spent more time doing that rather than having a second job because, again, it was always said, you know, you got to have a backup. Right. But yes, because that's what I'm talking about. Like the society tells us something mm -hmm, different, right? mm -hmm. Um, And I can look back at like my childhood friends and I can see the ones who were meant to teach, who were meant to entertain, who were meant to organize, who were meant to lead, who were, you know, I, I can see the ones that were meant to um, crunch numbers. You know, they loved this or mm-hmm. they loved that. And and so whatever it is, it doesn't even have to be a creative gift, right? Like you might be amazing at organizing and bringing people together and and leadership and things like that. And maybe that's, you know, it's so simple to look back and think about the playground. Who was the leader? Who was the follower? Who was, you know, really great at following directions? Like if you can start to pull some of these things from your childhood and remember what it felt like to be, have nothing to do, but what you loved and where along the line did somebody tell you or were you taught or did you walk into that guidance counselor's office and open the book of choices that you could be like where along the line can you identify when that was when you decided that that wasn't an option or a possibility in your life to be a career yeah i mean it can, it can be the the thing with that is you you don't even see it coming. You don't, and it you, you don't even see it coming. You just yeah. kind of fall. It's just mm-hmm. you just follow. You know, yeah. Where are you going to go to college? Mm-hmm. What are you going to major? And things like that. And some people are, you know, and that's re- what people. Some people need to be doing. That's for what, sure. That's their thing. Yeah. yeah. Like if you're going to be a teacher, you're going to be whatever. You like that. You you know that education is so important. Absolutely. Um. Unfortunately, I think that starts to get buried for multiple reasons. I'm going to use not necessarily even me as an example, but we had this group of friends and we did a lot of like acting within that group, right? Like we did a lot of skits and we did a lot like so fun. We loved it. We would, you know, this is before TikTok, you know, before everything. And we would film these on VHS and we would, it was a big production. Like there was somebody who was like in charge of writing the skit. Then there was somebody who was in charge of like starring in the skit. Then there was somebody who was in charge of filming, right? Editing, um, producing it, like leading the whole thing. Like we all had jobs. Um, and, and somewhere along the line, and I'm going to guess it's like high school. You're like, Hey guys, you want to do a skit? And everyone's like, Oh my God, you're, that's weird. Yeah. Like, well, that's, you're like, we're, we're not here to do baby stuff. We're here to drink, you know, Bud Light Ice. <laughs> Bud Light Ice. 
right? Well, I mean, I was a product of the '90s, so um, yeah, we're, we're here to that? we're yeah. here to drink Zimas and smoke Marlboro Lights. So then you're like, ooh, ooh, I'm not going to show that part of me anymore. Push it down a little further. Then you, you know, you get into your ears where it's like, what are you going to pick to do? Like, what are you going to, what are your plans after high school? Okay. Well, you can't say like, I want to make skits, Well, which would create into being like a producer. Yeah. Filming. But, but you've already been scarred by the people who started to not understand that part of you. Right. Do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So now you've pushed it down even further. Now you're going to be 45 years old and something feels like it's freaking missing and you can't figure it out. You can't figure out what it is. And if you could just revert back and start to pull those things up and maybe start to do the things you enjoy again, I think people would find a new purpose in life. I have a friend. We have a mutual friend. And I don't know if you know the story about her. I won't name any names. <clears throat> she told me, and it broke my heart, that when she was in high school and college, that she was an artist. And that after she had kids, she just threw a sheet over her easel. And that it was still up in her attic but that she hadn't looked at it, thought about it, taken the sheet off of that easel in years and years and years and years. Wow. And like, to me, I'm like, what a waste of your joy. Like what a thief of joy are you experiencing that you, you know, it's just life sometimes can feel like it's stealing your joy. How do you get that back? How do you feel supported in that with your partner or whatever? Does it mean you have to quit your job and become an artist? No. But Mm-mm. how do you incorporate that so you're happy again? Well, then you got to find balance. I mean, with kids, I mean, obviously they're going to take a... <laughs> oh, sure. Of course. A tremendous amount of your time, so... Well, and but- I wonder, too, and I'm sorry, I know I'm, like, um, commanding, like, this entire conversation oh, right I just have it. so much to say I'm very passionate about this um I wonder if it's if it's going to be the people who are closer to my age your age whose kids have grown and we have all done it you know you're a parent you're 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 raising a baby and then a toddler and then a preschooler and then a next thing you know you're at a recorder concert and then you're in high school and then you're painful colleges and you know then your your baby goes off to college and you're like who the hell am i who am i i don't know myself anymore you know and i think that is what people used to call a midlife crisis i think you're nail on the head there yeah you know and it's like if we can figure out what is in us that makes us really tick, that makes us passionate, that makes us happy, calm, um, what lights you on fire? If you can figure, figure that out early 
and thread that through those years, A, I think you're going to be a better parent, a better example. Um, I just think we'll be healthier people. Well, I've always lived by, and I, I don't even remember if this was my own thought or if I heard it somewhere, but it's stuck with me my whole life so far. And I firmly believe we're not here to be unhappy. Um, I think life should be as joyful and, and great as it can be. And there's going to be lows, obviously. Um, but I personally believe we're not put here to, to just exist. uh, Yeah. And struggle. So, to me, I try to enjoy, I've tried to make a point to enjoy everything that I do as far as when it comes to work, um, the people I'm with. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have to say that 85, 90% of the time I've achieved that. That's, that's amazing. I um, love the idea. I've had, I've had jobs that I didn't dig. Mm-hmm. Um, well, actually, I did dig in one of my excavator. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. Um, but you know, getting up at three o'clock in the morning and going out and, and greasing a a machine while I'm laying in a field mm-hmm. when it's sure five degrees—that's not a good time. Yeah, but but you did what you had to do. I did what I had to do to continue doing what I love. Absolutely, and I understand that there's points in our lives. I was a single mom. My friends were all single moms at one point. Like we all had to put food on the table, put clothes on our kids' backs, get them transportation that was reliable. We all had to do that. Um, am I saying like that? You're making a mistake by doing that. Absolutely not. Oh God, no. But my point is, is that (laughs) come home from that job, knowing like this is a temporary fix. This is not my forever. You know, I'm doing what I have to do. Just keep the candle lit, man. At this moment. But yeah, like keep the candle lit, keep that fire burning. Mm -hmm. You know, if it means that you come home and you, Whatever is your passion and your love, and you do one tiny thing a day, and that's Bobby mm-hmm. told us that you know is with with music. Um, a very dear friend you, of ours, you brother. Want to spend you know mm-hmm. if you don't have a lot of time during your days, just do one thing for your passion. One thing. It can be the tiniest. Mm-hmm. So much as even the thought. Absolutely. Even if it's nothing physical or anything that, you know, that you can actually contribute to it, but even just the thought of keeping it burning, you know, this will happen. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I will, you know, make that decision to, yes. to, to keep that going. So some of you might be listening and you might be saying, this is all fine and great, but I have no idea yeah. what it is or who I am, or what makes me tick. I don't know. And um, that is why this book is so important to me, because it really takes you step by step on how to peel back those layers, remember what is important, remember who you are, how to do that. I've got all kinds of steps and all kinds of um, teachings on how you can do that. 
and rediscover yourself. That's why it's called monarch because you're, you know, you're changing from Evolving. this, you know, yep. to, to finally spreading your wings and flying and becoming this beautiful, colorful. And it's always in you just like a butterfly, right? Like that will always, you are going to blossom and bloom and become that beautiful butterfly, but you can't always see it. Like if a caterpillar looks in the mirror, does it realize it's going to be a butterfly? You know, you don't always see how you're going to evolve like that. Don't make a joke about the caterpillar in the mirror. <laughs> He's standing there with his cup of I coffee. Knew it. I knew I'm it. I'm sorry. All right. Does One he, day I'm going to be a butterfly. Does he talk like? <laughs> Damn it. Oh, is he an angry caterpillar? Well, he's yeah, he's pissed off because he's a caterpillar. He's wait, he wants his wings. Well, he has to have patience. He's gonna get wrapped in a big fuzzy first. <laughs> well, I, I I think that part is really becoming you know introspective and really thinking and be, in 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 changing. Right. And is it you know I wonder if it's painful. Have you ever read anything about that? Like, is it pain? How do they know? Not like they can do a survey. <laughs> How was it for you? Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, anyway. So again, I'm very passionate about that. And so I'd like to know where you stand on this. Um, do you feel like something's missing? Yes. Yeah. Or do you feel pretty fulfilled? And if you do, God bless you. That's yeah. awesome. Wonderful. Yeah. Yes. Not everybody needs to change. I mean, it's. Well, think about it. Like. I mean, I always had a baby doll in my arms. I used to stand. This is so weird, but I did it. I used to wrap my baby doll in a blanket. I used to swaddle it perfectly. And I would hold the baby doll in front of my picture window and like hope that people would drive by and think I had a real baby. <laughs> I mean, I was really little. At a young age, yeah, they're probably getting ready to call the police and say, No, 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 oh. I was like little. Like, but oh. I was like, I really want like. And, and so becoming a mother was important to me having, I mean, I love still, I love, love, love babies. You know, my girlfriend, April and I, we babysat from the time we were and I'm probably not even old enough to babysit, but we love babies and the babies would fall asleep and then we'd wake them up because we wanted to beep with the baby, you know, when you're babysitting. So it might be something like you might have multiple things, right? Like being a mom was very, like, I wanted to be a mom, you know? I didn't realize it was going to happen so early and all that, but you know, it, it is the universe and God has plan in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but now we're kind of on the flip side of things and kids are getting older and get out. <laughs> Terry. <laughs> um, they're getting older and it's like, who are you going to be when you're back to being yourself? I haven't, lived in a home without a child in it since I was 19. Well, 20. So it's going to be a whole new, you know, yep. whole new thing for me. And I darn well better know what I, who I am and be very solid in that to become well, a happy have time being. to, to yeah. reflect on that. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's important for all of us to, to do that, you know, um, and, and again, every gift, if it's something you love, it's something you're passionate about. It's a gift. That's your gift. Mm -hmm. It's your gift. 
Um, I also believe that we are meant to serve others with our gifts. So I think if you know how to do something that I don't know how to do, but you can enlighten me or help me or make my life better or easier, um, teach me something that will take me far. Well, it's just, it's just sharing information really. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, if we could all just, you know, share our gifts and, and I think in, in a workspace, this is also interesting because I've often thought about like using the salon as a starting point for this. Um, but I have thought about going into other salons and working with teams, especially if there's like some, some like, if there's some brokenness within that team, are you able as a manager, as a higher up, as a leader, are you able to identify what everybody in your team, now this is coming from somebody that I'm very proud of this stat. I have had the same team and we've added to that team, but I have had the same team for a decade. Yeah, that's kind of unheard of nowadays. And I think a good portion of why is because I let everyone of the girls have their, I, I lift them up. I try to lift them up. I let they have their creative freedom and I know who shines where, and I try to really, you know, empower them in that. So as a leader, as, um, you know, say management, or, or are you aware of your team and their gifts and what they bring to the table? And do you have them in the right spot? True. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What are their needs? I mean, all, as far as that, you know, what utilize. Yeah. If you've got, if you've got somebody yeah. who's really great as the front of house and they're, they're, they're amazing at customer service, but you've got them back filling boxes and the guy that's up front is a is great me. organizer, <laughs> you know, and great at, I don't know, keeping things on track and is a fast worker, but you've got, you know, that person and he has some social anxiety and like your team members aren't in the right space. Your puzzle's all broken. And how can you make that fit? So right. I think that's um that's something on on my horizon that I'd like to share with with companies and teach. So um I talked through this whole episode. That's okay. My throat's not dry. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. I um if you have any questions about Monarch or the Glow program, which is how to discover your gifts again, I would love to talk with you about it. So you know how to get hold of me. I'm Janelle Carter. I'm Terry Carter. Thank you. <laughs> You've talked the entire session and you can't even say goodbye. Thank you. All right. Goodbye. Bye.